Thank you for your awesomeness, your grace, and your glory. Thank you, Father God, for your loving kindness, tender mercy. Thank you that your eye never damn, your ear never deaf, your arm never charge. You always read to us. Always want to bring us up higher and higher with you. Oh, Father God, I'm so grateful and thankful to be in the body of Christ, the anointing one, the one that stands in victory, the one that can call those things that they are not, so they were. Father, we're grateful. We honor you, worthy present, Holy Spirit. We welcome you in this place. Every word that I speak, Lord God, has come from you, all of God. It comes from your thought, your thinking, your plan and your purpose for your people. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you tell us it's not good for us to be on this earth alone. But you send another comforter, the teacher, the guider, the counselor, the one who can show us all things and teach us all things and bring all things to be member, what you have told us to do, what we have taken into our life, what we're looking for to take into our life. Father, I thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You all can be seated. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. God is good. All the time, he is good. I'm grateful and thankful for everything that he has done to the year, to the time, good time, bad time, ugly time, that God come true for every situation and every circumstance. It's nothing too hard and nothing too big, nothing too difficult for God to deliver us out of every yoke and every bondness. So I'm here today to testify to you the goodness of God. I'm here today to remind you the things that God has done in our life. I'm here to stir up the goodness, the glory of God, that the one saving you, bring the promise to you and deliver you out of the hand of the enemy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm believing God today is the day of your breakthrough. Today is the day you will receive from the Spirit of God you never received before. God asked the Spirit of God this morning. Hey, he tell me when I move into upstairs, he wanted me to come over here and pray for every servant. Get what? Today, the first time I step into prayer. See, Holy Spirit never leave you alone until you encompass what he asked you to do. Just like Pastor Tim said this morning, I'm too busy. I already have two hands. I'm only one person. I got so much to do. How much more can I do? That's no more excuse. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You happy, do you, honey? Why? It's better than sacrifice. And Pastor Tim hit all light in the head this morning. So today, I want to share something with you in the last 11 and a half months. And part 11 and a half years ago, that God prepared us and showed us and built us up to this day. The next year is really crucial year for the body of Christ that you and I never see or experience before. 
you're going to make it or break it. It's not up to God, it's up to us. And Pastor Tim laid the foundation, it's so perfectly for God to build on. I prayed this morning, I said, God, what if some of us that lack behind, we need even on the pan and the pad to go into the next year? He said, my grace is sufficient. I'll leave no man behind. So I want to encourage you today. You know, you never get left behind if you make a choice, you make a decision, to step forward. My, my message is, where you go, where you going to get there next year? It's not up to God, it's up to you. He give us everything that we never need. Live stream, I welcome you. I'm get so excited what God will do today. I'm a, I'm a small fit in a big pond today, so I'm really excited. <laughs> so we welcome you and believe the word of God will speak to your heart and set the new death and new, new hope that you will never see before in your life. But this next couple of weeks, the Spirit of God is going to show you things that you know a dream that, that belong to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you go with me to Joshua chapter 1? I'm starting verse 8. God is always prepared his people to lead him to the promised land, to bring them out of the yoke and bondage into the freedom and liberty. Will you follow? That's a whole question. You know, for me, I don't have education. Uh, Joshua 1 verse 8. Uh, to me, I don't have no education. Everybody can learn. Is that right? It doesn't matter how old you get, you can learn. Spiritual thing is not hard. The mental mind is hard. But the spiritual thing is so easy. First thing I ask the Holy Spirit, how can I do this job? I want to know. When you don't have education, you barely can speak English. You say something, it sounds like it's something out. Hello. How, how can I do this job? How can I become qualified to preach and teach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? He said, hear and do. Pastor Tim touched on it. We make it so difficult. Just hear what the Spirit of God says and do what he says. Just from over there, must be like 50 steps to come to the sanctuary and pray. St. June, finally I made it. It's a long journey. I'm not proud of, but glory to God, I have made a step one. How about you? It doesn't matter when you start, how you're going to finish. Hallelujah. We always have a new starting point. How are we going to start? The book of this Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but shall be, you shall meditate day and night that you might observe to do according to all that lit in it. For then you will make your way prospered, then you will have good success. And nobody can make you to be a failure, and nobody can make you to be success. Not even God himself, but he lifts us up to you and me. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where you're at, doesn't matter what circumstance you're in, doesn't matter what addiction you get into, God is a godly stower, he's the one deliverer, he's the one rebuilder. He will bring you back to the same tradition that he created you from the beginning. 
Hallelujah. Nothing in this world can keep you down and can keep you under. But you choose to rise up and take the word of God and learn for speed. And God will bring you where you need to be. Hallelujah. You don't need to know everything. That's all you need to know that when the Spirit of God speaks to you, do those things. And my life not going to be the same. Even I start late, delay, God never going to stop bringing me forward. Hallelujah. The first step is a good step. Verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and a good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord you God is with you wherever you go. That's all you have to remember. Doesn't matter what situation you're in, God there with you. If you choose to turn around and look at him, acknowledge him, and listen to him. He will select you, Pat. Glory to God. I'm sorry, I cannot help to be excited. Myself is a lie. I don't serve dead God. I serve a living God. That when the anointing hit my body, I am living victory in His presence. How about you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 10. Then Joshua command the officer of the people, saying, Pass through the camp. Uh, the camp, the, uh, the people, command the people saying, prepare provision for yourself. Within three days you will cross over Jordan to go to possess the land what the Lord you God is giving to you to possess. Are you ready to possess your promise? Are you ready to possess your freedom? Are you ready to possess your health? You, are you ready to possess the joy of the Lord if you string? Are you ready? Are you prepared? The next year, God has for the body of Christ. You never can dream of what he has for you. Hallelujah. I have to hold back. I almost give it away Tuesday. But it's not my job to give it away past the Bob job. So I will hold back. I will be a good mommy. I'm going to prepare you. I'm going to remind you. I'm going to warn you what the promise to come is. It will be revealed another day. Hallelujah. Are you prepared? It's been given to you and been given to me. It belongs to you and belongs to me. Glory to God. Are you willing? Are you going to possess the land? It's going to make a break for you. Because things not going to get any better. The world is going down. Are will you willing to go down with the world? Or are you willing to pull yourself right back with God? We let things go, we slack. And all this year, we live in the provision of God. We live in the promise of God. We live in the, what God provides for us. He never stop blessing us. He never stop providing us. He doesn't stop encourage us to go forward. Last Tuesday, I go to Fort Myer to the meeting. Get ready because that meeting in Fort Myer, they have thousands of people in the, in the tent. How let some of them get saved? 
church people, not church people. See, can they live inside and wonder miracle God heal people like in spot? He pointing out and that light so they can change the direction. He tell them the history, what they've been dealing with. Now it's the time God wants to lift him out of those things that been keeping him captive all this year. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it but twelve. And to the to the Lubatite, whatever type or all that stuff. <laughs> Joshua say, uh, spoke saying, verse 13. Remember the word, what more the servant of the Lord command you, saying, the Lord you God is give you rest, and it give you this land. He have give you rest. He have give you a good land. Are you willing to get up to go to possess? Because not just possess the land, you, you're going to be like, a, I'm going to sit by the beach drinking hot cocoa. Or oh, the beach, you don't drink cocoa. You bring lemon coke. No lemonade. When we get in to possess the land, that's a time for you going to have to be committed, and that's the time you get start working in the land. The land can never produce for you until you put your hand to work at. Hallelujah. People get so excited about the promise of God, the harvest time. You know what the harvest time mean, mean in America? No, no, no. In America, take two weeks vacation. That's a harvest time for America. You know, in the third world country, you know what the uh, harvest time is? Work. If you have two hours sleep at night, you're lazy. We drink late bowl, we drink coffee. I drink late bowls and I'm four, five years old. To get the strength so you don't fall asleep, you can work. Hallelujah. That's why harvest time is time to get yourself geared up and built up to do the work that God called you to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm ready. I don't know about you. I'm not slowing down. How about you? What an important path that God set before us for the new year. A lot of good stuff. But don't out of the good stuff, you can have to work at, you can have to occupy. You, you cannot forget how we gain this good thing that God provides for us. We're going to have to lean to God and believe God to have the strength be able to do the thing that we possess. Hallelujah. How good is it to get the land, but you can't plan, you don't plan nothing. I want to plan, I want to grow, I want to have the increase for the kingdom of God. Verse 14. So not just you. Look, look, look what he got, God tell Jasper. He said, you why you're not the one. And you living stock, all the men in the land, what more given to you on this side of Jordan. But you shall go, you shall pass before you, brethren. I'm, I'm you, brethren. All you mighty men of boyer and help them. 
Look, no more is just you. You're going to have to help somebody lie along with you. These are assignments that God set for the body of Christ. He wants all his children to come back. He wants all his children to have a good thing that God provides for them, and he no want no one get left behind. We the one have not a skill, we're going to have to consider to the one that ha doesn't have the skill to bring him along. Not just, oh, goody, I got all this blessing. I'm going to do this, I'm going to go there, I'm going to get this, I'm going to do that. It's not for that. God has a different purpose what you have. So today I want to ask you, with sincere of my heart and humble, that I want you to tear, to leave all the idea aside and ask God for what he wants you to do. For what he given to you, doesn't matter how big, how small, it's going to be good not just for you, but for the kingdom. Don't spy small beginning. Amen. So I look back to the year, this year. We live in sigh and wonder and miracle. You know, we have small body, but we have big budget, because we live in a big building. And not one time in the last three and a half years, the church cannot pay the bill. We don't have millionaires here, but we have willing people here that God used. So that alone is a miracle. Our bill is paid. You know what? He give us a goal to pay up the church building market by September. That is comfort. That's done. Hallelujah. All the steps you look at, every step that God tells us to do, it's successful, it is complete. And I am getting ready to take another task that he's just about to bring to us. See, we, we, we free with the yoke and bondage quite a bit. Is that right? So not just you and I free, and also the finance of the kingdom is free. Be able to do things we never dreamed that we can do before. I'm getting ready to go into the community, do things that we never done before. But I don't know what yet. I don't need you to give me any idea. I want to get the idea from God. An assignment from God, then God will pay for his assignment. I know one of us, we cannot pay for assignment that we come up with. Amen? So we're going to look to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God to show us. Because we're going to have to help one another. You know, you cannot look at your brother and say, well, they're drowning. Well, I don't have time. Go find somebody out. It's going to have to be you jump into the water and bring them out. Glory to God. So verse 15. Until the Lord gives you Give you brother rest as he give you. And they also have taken possession of the land what the Lord you God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it what more the, uh, the, uh, the Lord's servant giving to you on this side of the Jordan toward the sunrise. See, he don't take one away and give you a new one. He adds on. 
Hallelujah. What you already have possessed or you already take hold of, God don't erase those away, but he add on the new thing. Increase, they call. Pat above tip like how many months about increase, about prosper. It's not just money. It's not it's just how, not just clothes. A lot of promise of God is wrapped up with those prosperity. How about thinking clearly? Have a sound mind. Huh? That's prosperity. And third John say, as you so prospered. Is that right? That's where it starts. See, we want to get prospered in our wallet. We want to get prospered in our jewelry and thing, car, house. No, 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 God interest of your mind to be prospered first. Hallelujah. And everything I will add on, church. You cannot outgive God. You cannot outdo God. I lived in those days for 10 years. Hallelujah. That's who God is. So now it's another foundation I want to lay there. I want you to go with me to Ephesians chapter 1. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. I'm going to start with 13 to the 20. Never think in yourself that you cannot do this. You cannot accomplish it. You and God. I know we can't do alone. I know that. For us to get free from those days, to get free from sickness, disease, to get free from a lot of oppression, depression, long thinking, we cannot do on our own. We need the word of God. Amen. That's a whole sort of life that we live in. He said, in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also you have believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit of promise. You hear the word, you believe. That's how you get saved, is that right? You hear the word about the salvation. One day if you accept Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you will be with him in heaven. Nobody want to go to hell. As the fun people think, hell is. Nobody want to go there. But you got to know how to go to heaven. Not because you don't want to go to hell going to stop you from going. <laughs> is that right? I don't want to have bad things happen to me. I cannot stop bad things to happen to me until I tap into the word of God. Then my protection, my deliverance. My safety. Is that right? We believe what the word of God say. We trust it after we heard. We get saved. We ask Jesus to come into our heart. The living in us. We believe that God raised him from the dead. I believe that he paid for my sin. He redeemed me from the curse of this world. He set me. He delivered me from the domain of darkness and bring me into the kingdom of light. I believe what I heard. I, I still continue to believe what I'm going to hear. If I believe then, I have to believe now for my life to continue to the prayer that God wants us to be. Hallelujah. Someday, by and by, go to heaven and live to a man and broke on this earth. That not. God wants you to be in heaven on this earth so you can experience how heaven will be like and those days that get you excited that get you lady 
that get you looking for what thing to come. Hallelujah. When some of you going to, you know, going to the crew, you like the food. You like place you go. You're looking to go again. I'm looking to go sometime. And May, when we hit 50, our anniversary. Tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> it's coming. I'm excited. I'm looking for it. You wait for those days comes. Eh, I don't want to go. I want to stay here. Yes, it is. I changed my mind all the time. I'm going to go south. I turn around, change my mind, go north. Just yesterday. What's 14? Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the pressure from possession? To the prayer of his glory. He is the guarantee. If he guarantee of your salvation, he will guarantee of your health. He will guarantee of your finances. He will guarantee you the freedom and find out and your mind. You no longer oppressed or depressed. Hallelujah. It's a guarantee for free freedom that Christ has died and paid the price for. Glory to God. 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the things. We're going to read to verse 20. Do not see to give thanks for you. Mention, uh, making mention of you in my prayer. See, nobody ever stop adding their faith to your faith. From the Old Testament until now, Jesus is sitting in the right hand of the Father, make intercession for you. He don't leave you here alone. Somebody come alongside, try to build you up, encourage you, being, being, uh, being the head allows you. So you have strength and might to go on. Hallelujah. We always pray for you at the body. Holy Spirit giving Pastor Bob last eight years, eight months, to pray for you that every need that arise, everything you never needed, God will supply all of your need. You need money, God will supply the money. You, have, you need something to build your house, but God will bring those supplies to you. Women pray and believe God. We not even know the storm going ahead. But who knows? The Holy Ghost. And he always prepare us beforehand. If we're willing to step in and step up, obey what he tell us to do. We don't know what's going to happen. I just do what I know. He don't ask you to know everything. What he said, prepare, we need to add. What I need to prepare, what I need to get. Then you just do that. I remember before the COVID hit, somebody had told us that we need to, we need to store up toilet paper. Everybody laughed. They all laughed. What happened? We get locked down with something happened. No toilet paper. Well, we warned you two years ago, you laughed. You said, we never learned our toilet paper. We America. 
ching chong, ching chong, we America. Mm -hmm. We don't speak America anymore. Hello. See, when God tell you to be prepared, what you supposed to do? You prepare. At no, at the best of your ability. God not looking for you to be perfect. Through the year that I look, what God have done. Me and Patreon, we so excited all the time. Look what God have done. For 30, 40 people in the congregation, the take up the often $6,000 to $10,000 for a service. Excuse me? Excuse me? I say, excuse me. <laughs> Who can do that? Sub God Almighty. Because he sent his word to you to give, to sow, to receive. So God confirmed his word with sight following. And step by step, we see that God has done what he promised, what he, gonna, he will do. He never disappoint me one time. How about you? If you get disappointed, you must hear and not do. That's all the thing you can get disappointed at God. If you're not here at night, though we serve it, go to archive, listen to Pastor Tim's message. It God always prepare you and me, always, verse 17. That the Lord, uh, that, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, might give you the sphere of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's how you grow and increase and free from the thing of the word trying to yoke us down because the word of God is the power of God that bring you out of every situation. God always move to his word first. If we choose to obey and do, not just hear. Everybody can hear. Is that right? What do you do what you're hearing? Like G.I. Joe. I give him my, 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 my aid. Like a G.I. Joe used to say, you know, hearing just a half the bottle to doing part is to finish the barrel. You have to do both. For the third world country, woman that barely can speak English, can't even go to store buy a pack of cigarettes. Look what God has done. To the word. To willing to give myself to the word and be obedient, obedient to the word. Look in the field. Two elderly women sat in those field. Look at, the, look at the building over here. Two elderly women that put a hand to to do all this. Not by, not by might, not by power, but by the sphere and by the word of God that we be able to do this thing. We never promote our own strength. We always promote the power of the word of God. It has the power to transform. I'm 72. I'm not going to be 72 and be crippled. The word of God is a medicine to my flesh, hell to my strength. I supposed to be dead when I'm, when, when, when I'm 45. 
The doctor found that some kind of birth disease in my, in my body. I supposed to be dead. Look, and I am today. The word of God is the medicine to my flesh, string to my body. When you choose to believe and you choose to take hold, bring those things into yourself, the power of God, the word of God, kick in and transform in your body what is not working and make those parts to work and to function. I have no operation in my body. I take no medication except the word of God. Hallelujah. This that the light God prepared for the church to live. How many people to be slave to the medication? Now, I'm, I'm not beating those people down. I'm telling you, we have an access to get out of those things. God made the way for you and I to escape out of every corruption the world has set up. So don't get worried, don't get concerned, because his grace is sufficient. He already told me that this morning. He said, I leave no one behind. I love each one of them the same, but my grace will kick in to bring them out. If they don't have the string, the grace will give them the string. If they have no vision, the, the grace will show them the vision to the word of God. They will have one, they will have what they need, they will have themselves prepared to go for, for the next year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will get wilder next year than this year. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But 18. The eye of your understanding be enlightened. Do our understand have been opened because we leave the word? We know what the word of God says. Is that right? All the prophet in the word is all for you and for me, whosoever to believe and receive. Hallelujah. It's all for each one of us. I'm not any, I'm not any special than you are. You know, I used to consider myself at the bottom of the pole. I am. That's why I used to be. But I'm no longer at the bottom of the pole. I choose to climb right back up. Hallelujah. I'm not sitting at the bottom of the pole. I used to low a penny to buy my, 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 my son milk. I used to pick the grape food for on the side of the road so we can eat, so we can live. I understand all those struggles, have and don't have. But when I met my Savior, the God of my salvation, the Father of all fathers, the King of all kings, have provided for me today. I am living a dream. I have been heaven on this earth with my relationship, with my children, with my attitude, with the soundness of mine. I have taken some possession what the word of God has promised me. I can do all things through Christ who stringing me. Hallelujah. I don't have to know everything, but I'm willing to learn and hear and to do those things that I hear. Amen. How about you? Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power 
to us? Do you realize the worldly power of God is geared and focused on you? Not on, not, not, not on nothing else. Not on finances, not on possession, not town, not car, not clothes, but you and you alone. You are the spirit being created by the same image of Almighty God himself. And he is aimed to you all the power that have, it, have invested in heaven on this earth to the Lord Jesus Christ is aimed to you to deliver you, to bring you out of every yoke and every bond that what you're dealing with today. He wants you to re receive and have the freedom you never dreamed before. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I first get into this country, you know, I always a giver, even uh, not know anything about God's promise or nothing. I grow up in a family of 11. My sister and my brother, I'm the third in the family. So my brother and sister, they have easy ways than I do. I'm the third one. So I read the last of us, the one that coming out. You know, I have to bake, cook, and train, and work. So I have a lot on my plate. When you have six, seven sister and brother lie behind you, you cannot eat everything you got. You the one, last one have to eat it. If they eat all the meat, then you suck the bone. Because those, those, those people come first. So I live this life and I born even the third world country. When come to obey God and serve God, to brush somebody out, to give up of myself to somebody out, it's no struggle to me. It become who I am before I even get saved. So we come over here helping the elderly man that we run into. We come to Pat Bob, he are homeless. So with men. I love men with uniform. So anyway, uh, at Pat Bob, that day cup of coffee is already 50 cents. He said, can I have 50 cents for a cup of coffee? Pat Bob looked at him, no. That's all I have with $5. And my purse, right? You know, in the bring of the eye, I see that man. I'm not kidding. I see my father faith in that man. I cannot deny that man. So I take out my $5 and say, here, go have a cup of coffee and go have breakfast. And Pat the Bob looked at me. That's all you have. You know what he's going to do with that? He's going to go back buying boots. I said, whatever the man going to do with it, that he. At the center, we can do that. How much more, church, you are the same. You got the word of God and power of God live inside of you. You got the nature of God that drying you that do all this good thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 20. All thought power is work to you and me. Now, this is key. What he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at the right hand in heavenly places. You know what that means? 
Jesus is done working. The mantle have passed on to us. The same power that worked with Jesus on this earth when he raised him from the dead. How many of you here saved? You got the nature of God. How many of you received the Holy Spirit? You got the power of God. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lived in you. Looking to raise you out of every situation you deal with, everything you sit in, he wants to bring you out of those things and give you a brand new future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't chow me down now. Don't chow me down. Take the path that God prepared for you for next year. I get pretty close, do I? No? Okay, that's fine. Just wink so I stop. If we don't prepare and do something, what God tell us to do this year, we ain't going to tap in for what next year is. It's a condition. If you do this, God will do that. We got to transform. We got to do what the Spirit of God called us to do. He's not handing out. Jesus sat down. So another word, you and I are going to have to work now. Huh? When my younger sister and brother go up to certain, when they're six, seven years old, I'm done hand feeding them. Now time for them to work. And God require the body of Christ. We are the co-worker with Christ Jesus, our Lord. We're going to have to step in and take our place to be a co-worker. You cannot wait for day to show up. You cannot wait for day to show up. You add. Hallelujah. What he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead, he wanted to work in you also. How many things did Jesus fail when he lived on this earth? Do anything he lacked of? What Jesus habit before he do anything, go anywhere? What he habit? Pray at the Father. That's what we should be doing. If he doesn't have permission from the Father, what to do? He doesn't do, he wait. Because he says so. He says, I do what I see my Father do. And I go where my father tell me to go. Not because, well, I, I see Angie need to be here. I'm going to lay hand on her to be here. No, Jesus doesn't act on his own. He acts on what he hears from the father. And that's the whole key that you and I need to take hold of. The first step. But God knows exactly how he wants to lead you to that direction. He will take you to the place that you know but dream. Glory to God. I'm so lady. How about you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let's go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm going to start at verse 5. I'm going to jump down to verse 7. Do you get anything out of it? Besides, I'm screaming a lot. I'm excited. I don't know about you. I want to wake you up. 
I want to stir the sound mind that you have received from the word of God up. Get excited to sing of God. Hallelujah. You know what God wants you to do in me, the light that we live? I'm so excited. We're excited about the, the uh, ice cream or with the, what do you call that? Coffee. How much more we cannot excite what God's going to do? Coffee is special. I take one scoop, one cup, and they're gone. I don't sip. I chocolate. Dump the whole thing one time. That's why I don't drink, drink espresso. It's costless to me. For those people, they're kind of sipping. I can't sip. I've got to go do something out. I've got to go eat something out. I can't wait for that thing to go and sipping. That's me. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5. Now he who eat have prepared us for this holy thing is God, who also give us the spear at the guarantee. Hallelujah. What he prepare you, what he tell you to do, is a guarantee to be successful and prospered. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to God, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. God, when you hear what the Spirit of God tell you do, you want to come analyze, dissect everything. The Word of God is not for your mind. It's for you, the Spirit being. Your Spirit being can absorb and take hold of the Word of God and the power of God a lot more than your mind can comprehend. That's my success is to do what the Spirit of God said to do. I, I'm not smart enough to dissect the word. I don't have enough knowledge to know all the details of medical thing, uh, mechanic thing, how this thing work, not to work. If he say work, do this, I just do. It's not my problem how it works. I never gonna know how it gonna work. That's all I have to know to do it. Amen. So the reason I talk to you about this because God has bigger picture waiting. Or I can say God has bigger fish for you to fillet. Mm -hmm. Bigger than you never imagination. Bigger than He never done in your life before. Bigger you never can dream that's going to be this big. We serve a big, 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 big God. Everything he do is big. That's why I like big jewelry, big car. Now I got big house. <laughs> I saw, I, I saw, I, I uh, downside. I just realized that's last three or four months. I'm not downsizing. I got a lot yard to work and a lot of things to do. What happened? But you know what? I love every minute of it. It's no complaint. I love it. We are walking by faith, not by sight. So you don't need to understand everything. That's all you need to do. My job is to hear and to do. God's job, he co-worker, being about what he promised to me the past. 
I never have the concern how he gonna do it. It's not my job. My job is to hear and to do. How about you? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 18 to 23. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How many of you here, I want to ask you, yearning and growing desire to get out from where we are to the get in to where God wants us to be? The whole, whole creation is going and moving for the redemption to show up, to be free of the environment that they are in. If you and I not yearning and burning and crying to get out where we are, it's something wrong with us. It's time to repent. Time to get out from where we are and allow God to bring us into where he wants us to be. Because otherwise, you're not going to see the promise of God in your life. I don't want you to be wonder where your promise is. We, I want you to be sure your promise is a guarantee by the power, the word of God, and the Holy Spirit. It's a guarantee you will be better next year than this year. I want the truck with the bucket. The bucket truck. I might not be able to climb the tree and get in a rocket truck. I can go up high. <laughs> I need fuel to be down here. Get up high. Verse 18. Hallelujah. He said, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory what will be revealed in us. The chain, church, the chain cannot compare. That not unwilling where you are and where you sit, it cannot compare what God's going to reveal to you and me next year. Get ready. Don't become crying to me and say, well, you never warned me about the toilet paper. Two years. Pardoner, did you go to Sam? You see the toilet paper. You see paper towel. We, don't, we can't find any. I told you. Don't let me say it again. I told you. The next year is the year that the church is going to be shy in the world. And every nation, every language will look into the church for hearing, for wisdom, for whatever the world cannot tap in. The church will have those supplies abundantly above, beyond. You know what can add a thing? It's not for yourself to consume, but for the brethren, for the world, for the newcomer. Hallelujah. We, we don't prepare. This pill never going to get full. The Spirit of God already tell us over and over and over the grace is upon the congregation to fill the pill. Well, some people say, well, you say, you know, if you preach the word, people will fill the, fill the pill. Somebody's going to have to go get him. They're they dumb and bright. They can't find the way to come in by themselves until they get here, hearing the word of God, the power of God move, the power of God, the live and change them, then they can see for themselves. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly wait for the reveal of the Son of God. We're going to read to verse 23. For the creation was subject to fertility, not willing, but because of him who subject it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of the corruption in the glory, into the glory liberty of the children of God. They cannot be delivered until you and I take our prayer and do our job. If the money can buy the boat, no. <laughs> if the money can buy the destiny and the new life, we all can be changed. But the money cannot buy it, or they can purchase it by the blood of Jesus, the Redeemer of all mankind. It doesn't matter how much money you hand it to the people, they're not going to change, they're not going to change their life. The Word of God. We are the Son of God, do we? Are we are children of God. If not, let's get saved. So we become one. If the children of God don't do God's work on this earth, who's going to do it? My mother used to say it this way. If you shut the, we have business. If you shut the worker, you have one eye, Brian, because they steal you one hand, they, they work for you another hand. He said, if you, uh, you trust your children, no, you say, if you trust your worker, you blind both eyes, because they not understand your business. They just do work for the paycheck. If you trust your, your children, then you want blind eye, another eye, they see the business. So you never get the fullness of what you've been training for, what she's saying. But you're going to have to be the one come in and be, what do you call the word? Ownership, take ownership. Until I see things clearly, until I start on my own business. Because each one of us, we come up with our own business. And my mom and dad will support it. But you can start, you can't, you can't stop until you finish. So we start many, many business. Some success, some not. So we don't count the ones that not success but we count the one that we success. So I want to encourage you today, don't look at your failure. Don't look at the thing you don't do. Look at the thing, what you can do today and forward. Because if you stay on your failure, you never go to the, you never go to forward. Pastor Tim explained really well this morning on those things. We need the cow on the success. Do all this time, the church budget done it? Oh, yes. But God always pay the bill. God, the money always there to pay the bill. Amen? Not one person to pay up the church market. All of us together. 
and do the things that God asks us to do. And we accomplish corporate anointing. So we get the job done. So without corporate anointing, you're going to struggle for a long time. So my advice for all of us, I don't know what time it is, to be open, like Pastor Tim said this morning, be honored with yourself. If you cannot do by your own, you have brother and sister will alongside to hold your hand, to pray with you, stand with you, believe God with you until we get breakthrough. Don't do it alone. We are co-workers. We're here for each other. We don't here for our own self. Amen? Just be member that. If no one can break through, but all of us can break through together. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 22. For we know that the whole creation growing and labor with labor pain together until now. See, the world cannot be delivered until Jesus come back. Right now, you and me job to continue with Jesus live up. We're going to have to occupy until he comes. How many of you know that we live in the last of the last day? You it. It doesn't matter how many failures you experience. You still the best that God has. You are still the best that God has. So look at the failure to cause you to step back and step down. I encourage you because the failure that we experience, I encourage you to step in with everything you got and see the hand of God move in your life you never see before. What you got to lose? What you got to lose? We already gained heaven. What you what are you got to lose? Go for the gospel. Hallelujah. I start with believe God 50 cents. Take me six weeks to, to get the 50 cents. Today I can believe God for fifty thousand dollars. I can believe God for five hundred thousand dollars. Faith is always believing God. It doesn't matter how big, how small they are, you still be able to overcome of everything you deal with. And that's all God looking for us to cooperate with him. And we'll open our light for him to transform. He will not going to afford himself in to deliver you. You're going to have to open up and ask him to help you. He is really gentle, savior and king. He a good master. He not a dictator. He will help you when you need help. When he don't, you not need help, he will gonna back out and let you sit there and be all by yourself and alone until you lady. Amen. And God is always lady. Always lady. And look and for us to come to him. 23. Not only that, but we also who have the first food. Do we? Ha-ha, we are. Not only that, but we also who have the first food of the spirit. Even we ourselves grow within ourselves, eagerly waiting for adoption, the redemption of our body. We have to deal with what we deal with. 
But when Jesus comes to take us home, we'll get, get new body. I'm not being fit-packed. I'm go back to 75 pounds. That two babies that add on too many pounds in my body. I'll take that up when Jesus come take me home. How about you? Until then, I'm going to drink and eat, going to work. Bow for that. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3 to 6. Do I'm close to closing yet? But I have two weeks of the lesson here. You tell me? Verse 3. Clearly you, Paul said it, clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministering by us, lying not with ink, but by the spear of the living God, not on the table of the stone, but on the table of the flesh. That is the heart. Verse 4. We're going to read to verse 6. And we have such a trust to cry to a God. Do we believe Jesus? Yes. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. So not to worry if you don't know what to do. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what to do. Our sufficient is not on our own self. It comes from the Word of God, comes from the Spirit of God. You don't have to know everything to be successful in the kingdom of God. That's all you need to know here and do. That's easy enough. Oh, that's a baby thing. Well, you what you think you are giant and faith? If you are giant and faith, why are we still sitting here? I ask myself that all the time. If you sat in the faith, you send your life on the target with God every time, why you still deal with the things that you deal? I ask myself those. How about you? Because we need to leave fact. If the word of God is the power of God, I be, can be transformed. I can see something different in my life. I can see something that I move forward. If I'm not, it's something wrong. You know, the baby, after 30 years old, the baby still doesn't sit and wear the diaper is. The baby gets up and move around. Is that right? If you're still sitting there, you need to ask yourself, what's the problem? If we hear Pastor Mumbo all the time, I say, what's the problem? Maybe I got the answer. Can I tell? Yes, I will. Because we moved, you know, so I requested to put three big uh, Christmas bills in our apartment. So he, he have his special, you know, time and all that. So when I moved over here, I make sure I put them certain places so like that when he wanted you to find them. We look up and down the hallway, the storage, everywhere. We can't find his stuff that he's going to connect the Christmas bill in. So another day I go on there, just yesterday, the day before, to do laundry. You know, so again, holy good. He said, look away in the bucket. I said, why? He go through all beats already. Why I have to look? We, we look up and down everywhere. I go on there, I move a few things off the top. Here all he stopped that he needed. I laughed. I said, lie in our face, we can't even see. We're so smart. 
results of friction. And you look at that, oh, oh that thing on the top, that's why I don't see. It doesn't matter, they're there. <laughs> just like me and passion, we will say, okay, this one the important tool. We're going to put it somewhere that we, we know where it is. We put them such a good place, we never can find them forever. <laughs> why is that? We take such a good care, we can't use it no more. <laughs> and that's why you and I need the Holy Ghost, the sufficiency of God. Verse 6 says, who also make us sufficient at the minister of new covenant, not of the letter, but the spirit, for the letter kill with the spirit give life. So another word, if the word of God doesn't produce the fruit in your life, they're not spirit and life. It tempts the chain direction. But sometimes we know what we know. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. So we're going to have to lean to the Holy Ghost. Amen? And our mind not big enough to hold all the information. That's why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. So you don't have to depend on your mind to be members to think that what's important in your life. The Holy Spirit will show us things to come. He never fails. So now the Christmas Build it, it all lit up because he got all the stuff to hook up it. One more scripture. John chapter 15. Oh, three minutes. John chapter 15, verse 5 to 8. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I don't know about you. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I'm in them bear much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He said, I am the vine. If we don't connect it, if we are not connected to the word of God, we cannot do what we think we can do. Hello. This one, zero, oh, I can't say zero, I, I lie. I'm in the pulpit, I might drop. I go to school for four years, learn how to read, uh, tie, and the number. I'm really good at number. Math, don't cheat me with that number. I, I, I can spill them out in my head. That's my dad drill us with those. If you're not connected to the word of God, the holy power of God, that's going to cause us to be sufficient. We're not going to be sufficient. That matter how smart we are. People come over here all the time. They think I have education of declaration. I say, no, the Holy Ghost. I just put things where I want it, the way I like to look. I'm not fussy about those. I just put them where I, I think it looks good for me. That's it. See, simple. We make it so hard. We sit in there trying to say, oh, this got to go with it, that got to go with that. Got no. The time you get things put together, you tie, you lay down, you go to, go to sleep. 
you do nothing. I just get up and just put things where, where I think I like, the, like them to be, and I just leave them alone. And I walk by, I just look, and I like, I just fix a little bit. I still do. See, you know what, Don? You always improve. How about the life that you live? We got to improve every single day. We might think we set in stone. You're not set in stone. You still are subject to change. Longer you live in the fret today, somebody I talked to in live stream, you're not set in stone. Longer you have breath in your body, you need the chain. You're not done with the light that God given to you. You have much more to pursue, much more to live. Don't think you are done. You're not done. You might done, but God is not done. He's not done until we take our last breath. Hallelujah. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I'm in him, bear much fruit. How much fruit you want to bear? How much increase you want to get? How much grow and live in joy and beautiful light on this earth? How much you want to be there? That's how much the word you have to put into you. Amen. Glory to God, verse 6. If anyone do not abide in me, he is cut out at the branches and eat weather. And that's why we can do nothing, because we don't connect it. And they are gathered them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Why Christian not sit in a church, don't learn and pursue the thing of God, because they burn out. They cut out out there. A lot of them and Pentecost are here, people that save. You to go to church, they don't go to church anymore. Why? Be not, they're not connect. They're not go, they're not continue. Church, you and I, I'm back of you, continue the thing that all oh God already started and you like. This kind of light is not go forever if you not pursue the light that been given to us. It's not going to happen. The website prophecy, you don't know who they dig and Harry, where they're coming from. You take their word a lot more than the word of God speaking to you. Years and years, you still don't step up, do the thing that he called you to do. How long are you going to sit there, let somebody talk to you about things that are not true? When the Spirit of God speaks to you about the truth, time to get up and get out and do something. You don't know they are thief, they are murderer, whatever over there. They think, oh, they are prophets. They are prophets of their own belief. It's not for you. That's why God set up the church so you can sit and grow and continue to build your life up. Not one word here, not one word there, and continue word that will increase you. Hallelujah. It's time not to pay church. The devil doesn't play game with you. He come to kill, steal, and destroy everything you got. If you don't arm yourself with the word of God and listen to the Holy Spirit and say they're going to take pain and next year. Mark my word. The devil don't come to play game. He is mad. Because some are successful, they're going to go after the one that not. 
verse 7. If you abide in me, my word abide in you. Add what you, what you desire, it shall be done for you. What are we desire in life today? Do we like to be broke, be hurt, be disappointed, never can achieve anything? That's what we want our life today. If not, tam to repent and turn away from those things and turn back to the living God, the living word by the fear of you, Father. It's time to change. How long you sitting between two opinions, the world opinion and God opinion, you never know do either one of them. But it, I'm speaking to somebody. I know your heart is burning. I know you the tobacco sort already right up. But let them boil over. Say, by this, my father is called a qualify that you bear much fruit. So you be my disciple. God is taking you and me on his own. It's time, church. I love you. And for the Father God love you. Jesus paid the high price for you and me that we never can achieve this kind of life on their own. But now you can. Now the door has been opened. For every believer or everyone who hears the word of God, the sound of my voice, that's all you need to do. Repent, turn back to the Father God, and he will forgive you and wrap you up with the new rope, put the ring in your finger, put the new shoes in your feet, and you can learn the rape that you know a dream that you can learn. Hallelujah. So, Father, I thank you for your word, Father God. Your word is truth. We trusted your word from the beginning of our Christian living. We continue to trust your word today. Because your word, Father God, never failed us. Your word never lost the power to change. Your word, Father God, is the strength and the might that you give into the body of Christ that we will not stop, Father God, to preach your word, to bring out your word, to spoke your word. And every situation and every place that we go, we will proclaim the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for your goodness and your grace, your mercy. You never abandon us. You always be with us. You always look and deliver us. You always look and bring us out of every yoke and every bondage. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you for long suffering that you put up with us all this time. But Father, today is a new day. We turn around, Father God. We will focus back to the thought of our life, the giving of our inheritance. We look to you and you alone, Father God, that do the live and the walk and preserve. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Will you take up the onsen, honey? I'm tired now. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. Are you blessed? Hallelujah. God is good all the time.
altar call next Sunday. There'll be an altar call next Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, if there is one or not, I know you'll be here. Amen. You know, without the word of God, where would any of us be? Okay, we don't want to think about that. Let's just thank God that we're not there. Hallelujah. I just want to share with you, um, uh, since Pastor Nid just asked me to, but I've been looking at, at some of these things as we're coming up on Christmas. And in Matthew chapter 2, I just want to share with you here for a minute, uh, starting in verse 1. Um, yeah, you can take that down. We're going back to the Word. Okay, I'll read it to you then. Matthew chapter 2, starting at verse 1, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. So Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me, so that I also may come and worship him. And after hearing the king, they went their way. And the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. Okay, so we know that when Jesus was born, he was born in Bethlehem. Uh, we know that he was born, uh, people say he was born in a stable. He wasn't born in a stable. He was born in a cave. And in the cave, there was a manger there. And Mary had laid him in the manger. Okay, and that was in Bethlehem, correct? So th the Magi comes to uh, uh, Herod and says, uh, where he was born, the scribes say he's born in Bethlehem. So he sends them to Bethlehem to go find Jesus, correct? And what did they do? They went and they followed the star. Verse 10 says, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Verse 11, and after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. I thought he was born in a cave. How come the Magi is coming into the house? Because this is two years after Jesus is born, right? So Jesus was born in Bethlehem, born in a stable, in a cave rather. Uh, but now by the time the wise men get there, he's two years old. And they're living in a house where? Nazareth. They're living in that. The star didn't lead them to Bethlehem. The star led them to Nazareth because that's where they were living. See, they didn't follow Herod's orders. They followed the star that God set. And sometimes you just can't listen to people. I don't care what kind of degree, what kind of uh, 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 letters, numbers, or whatever else they got after their name. You've got to follow God. You've got to listen to him and let him lead you. Because men will lead you to the place they think you ought to go, but God will lead you to the place you need to go. So after coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, 
and fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So the first thing they did was they brought gifts because he is king. Isn't that right? Now, the gifts represented, the gold represents his kingship. The frankincense represents his high priestly position. And the myrrh, which has to do with burial and death, but also for him has to do with resurrection, which was a symbol of his being savior. So they worshiped him as king, high priest, and savior. And that's how we should honor God when we come before him with our giving. You know, wise men still seek Jesus. And wise men still come and worship their king, their priest, and their savior. Amen. And that's what we want to do today when we come before the Lord with our giving, to worship the Lord as our king, our priest, and our savior, and with a heart of gratitude and thanks for all that he is and all that he's done. We, as the wise people, come and bow before him and honor him. We bow in our life to him, and we honor our God with all that we have and all that we are. Amen. Father, we bless you and we honor you, Father. We thank you for the leadership of your Holy Spirit, that we purpose in our heart to hear from heaven and what it is that you would have us to do. We know about the tithe. There is seed sowing. There is giving. And we just thank you that in all of these things, you lead us, direct us, and guide us. So, Holy Spirit, we look to you. We purpose to hear from you. And just as the star directed them, we know that you can direct us also. And I thank you, Lord, that what we hear from you is what we will do. And in doing it, Father, we do it with honor to our king, our high priest, and our savior. We thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Glory to God. If you need an envelope for credit card or cash giving, it's on the seat back in front of you. If you joined us on live stream, thanks so much for being with us today. I know that it, was bless it blessed you today that the preaching anointing came upon Pastor Nid, and she just threw that right out to everybody, and you just sit there and take it. You don't even have to pull on it. It just comes at you. Powerful preaching anointing. Amen. So we're so glad that you could join together and, and hear this and uh, be a part of what God is doing. And if you'd like to sow seed into the ministry, you can go to our website. It's on the screen, newlifefamilyworship.net. If you're um, listening on podcast, you can uh, go to that website and click on the giving link. And um, we thank you in advance for the seed that you sow. And God will always honor your giving. And as you do give, do it with honoring him as your king, your high priest, and your savior. He is all in all. Amen.